y'all so much for being a part of Black Canvas. Season eight, we have another amazing guest here on the show, and his name is Sebastian. But he goes by a stage name, which is sad. And he is a multi-genre guitarist, songwriter, and producer from Northern Virginia. His style is deeply rooted in blues and hip-hop slash rap, with the likes of John Mayer, B.B. King, and Trevor Hall being his main influences. Sebastian began releasing guitar instrumentals in 2021, which quickly prompted support from musicians in the now-dissolved app Voicey. Sebastian works directly as a songwriter, producer for Virginia-based record label C2 Records, as well as several artists and producers all over the world. And we're just very grateful to have Mr. Sebastian here on Black Canvas. Thank you so much for being here on the show. Oh, man, thank you for having me. I'm excited. Well, I'm excited as well. And Sebastian and I already kind of talked briefly about the voice he had, which is where I found him. And I just loved his music. And I was just really enthralled with just the idea that he wanted to be on the show, because I think we need to have more, especially engineers, musicians, songwriters, you know, composers. I want to be able to have that component on the show. And so he's actually one of my first that I will say that's directly associated with that part. And so I created some questions for you, Sebastian. So if you're ready, um, I want you to be able to give me your best answer for each one. Oh, I'm ready. All right. See, he's game, y'all. He's game. <laughs> so <laughs> this is a fun question. Um, if you could have any superpower in the world, what would your superpower be? Man, um, I would say um, maybe like immortality, just because um, being able to create music is like an endless road. You know, like I, I realized long ago that there's not enough time in the day or maybe in my, even in my lifetime to do all the things that I want to do with music. So shoot, if I could have one superpower, it would probably be to live forever so I can just keep creating and creating, you know. That's probably one, that's the first time I've ever heard that answer, but I love that one. I think for me, it would probably would be reading people's minds, because as a counselor, that's pretty much what we almost have to do to a certain extent, like try to know what works best and when to listen and when to do other things. And if I really knew exactly what they were thinking when I was doing sessions, I probably would, would be able to be better at my job, but there's almost a part where you really don't want to know what someone's thinking to a certain extent. So that probably would be mine if I had to choose one for sure. Yeah. I mean, even if you could read their mind, it's like, there's so many motives behind everybody's like choices and decisions. So it's like, how could you read all their motives at once, you know, and what those motives are rooted in it's even if you could, you know, it, I think it would still uh, be hard to kind of dissect and interpret everything. You're right about that. And it kind of reminds me of, remember that movie, I think it's Bruce Almighty with Jim Carrey, I believe. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's kind of how I feel like I would be. I would like, I'll have all the emails just like going, going, going. I'd be like, wait, wait, I can't even catch you with the first one or the last one. So it probably would be nerve wracking and stressful. But that's probably one I would choose. And if there was another, probably be the ability to fly because I would want to just like get to one place to the other pretty quickly. And so that probably be one. Then hopefully I would get over my fear of heights. So that would be like a, a two parter for me. Oh, man, no, no, I, I'd agree. I'm, I'm terrified of heights, but also it's pretty cold up there too, you know, just like thinking of the logistics of it. Um, I would probably rather teleport. I mean, teleporting would be probably be pretty cool, I think. 
I like that one. That's actually a better one. So we're gonna have like a quantum leap part two. We're gonna like leap from here <laughs> yeah. to here and make it work. <laughs> yeah, like the movie. Uh, I think it's called Jumper, right? Um, I don't know if you've seen it, but it's essentially that he he just travels from place to place, like just teleports. It starts taking a girl with him, and you know. I never heard of that one. I'm gonna have to look it up yeah. to see. Um, I've never heard of that. Yeah, yeah, it's a pretty dumb movie. It came out long ago, but yeah, I think it's one of you know, it's it's a pretty fun movie. I'd recommend it. Okay, I'm definitely gonna check it out. So I have a, a really great question about um you being a music producer. So can you tell me what is your philosophy as it relates to being a music producer? And the second part of that question is um, do you like to be transparent so that each artist has their own sound? Or do you have a particular sound that is like a signature that you use in a lot of your productions? Yeah, you know, uh, I guess my philosophy is mainly just um, getting out of my own way. Um, I learned a lot, you know, long ago that I'm, I'm kind of like of an antenna, just interpreting information, um, you know, past songs that I've learned and then, you know, drawing inspiration from my present life. Um, so for me, it's just getting out of my own way and, and enjoying it, you know? At the end of the day, this is why I do it because I have to, you know, I enjoy, I enjoy making music. Um, so it's just having that positive association with that, you know, because creating can be stressful, especially when you're not making any money or you're starting out or you're learning even, you know, and, um, you know, if you associate all these negative things with it, it's going to be really hard to, you know, get ahead. And I learned a long time ago, it's just, hey, buddy, get out of your own way. This is not you. You're just receiving information, inspiration, and just, you know, let it flow. Um, it's kind of like with an athlete, when you see them perform and do something great, or, you know, a fighter and, and you know, in the UFC, it's like, they're like in this flow state, and they'll tell you that it's like the most present they've ever felt. And for me, that's like the most alive I feel. Oh, I like the way you said that. And being present, as you said, as a musician, that is something that is important. I think a lot of times, musicians come into or composers with their own thoughts of what they believe the session where it's going to go and I love like when you have like ghost writers who come in and who can also assist in that process but I think the artist has to be open-minded to those suggestions to a certain extent um, but sometimes you have artists that have been in the field for many years and they know what sound or a way they would like to record and it's hard for them to derive anything different from what they're used to so I think it could be like a uh, almost like a push and pull as relates to artistry, at least from the part that I've seen so far. Yeah, yeah. You know, in, in my experience working with different artists, um, a lot of the time they come to me because of what they've heard. You know, a lot of it's melodic and kind of, you know, sappy, sad and happy kind of vibes. And um, so they already know <laughs> they already know what to expect. But, you know, I've been in sessions where artists will sing something and they, they'll be like, I want you to add this or they'll just show me lyrics and then, or give me kind of like a reference track. And, um, you know, I'm pretty, yeah, that's kind of like my main skill is just creating and improvising on the spot. Um, and, um, you know, in my times in the studio with different artists, that's kind of just been it, just uh, having that comfortable environment, getting out of my own way, making it fun, you know, and, um, and just, you know, creating from a, a, an honest place at the end of the day. And I love that you mentioned about honesty, because I feel like with any artist, especially the ones who have longevity in his career, it's that you have to come from that honest, authentic place. Because otherwise, you know, if you're cookie cutter or doing things based on 
what you feel that the media is going to pick up, a lot of times people won't follow you for, you know, decades for a career. I use an example like a Mariah Carey or even like Beyonce. They are able to evolve and still be amazing artists, but their initial sound and the heart behind their music, like, you know, when you hear them singing that they love what they're doing and, and the audience picks up on it. And that's why they can, you know, create either holiday songs or house tracks or, you know, dance tracks um, or even something like maybe a, a Christian song, if that's something they decided to do and people still support because of their voice and, and the message behind it, at least from what I've been able to see in their careers. Yeah, absolutely. I'd have to agree. And I think uh, just because of how much things have changed and social media and the internet, uh, I think there's all these little different pockets and niche markets uh, where, where people can kind of do what they want to do. You know, you see it in every art form now people have like their own following and it's really beautiful to see because um you know life is is really hard and um i i you know being able to create and use that as an outlet um i think it's so powerful and and just being able to create what you want to create you know uh, without all these external voices and and uh, influences and pressures and, and you know just going back to what i said earlier just getting out of your own way and just being honest and truthful i think that's kind of how you uh, get to that 100 percent so this kind of goes into another question i have for you can you define what success means to you and also if you can define what happiness means for you um yes uh success for me um well i mean i guess i guess um one indication of success is obviously money you know um but aside from that um, for me, it's just being able to create every single day, you know, and being able to express myself and, and connect with people. Uh, for me, I've, I've already succeeded, you know, I, I could die happy without making a ton of money off music uh, because you know, I've been sitting in my basement probably for 12, 13 years, just writing songs every day and playing blues and creating music just for me. And, and you know, over these past couple of years, it's it's actually hasn't even been two years since I, since I started putting music out. Um, you know, people from all over the world. You know, over three hundred countries have heard my music and downloaded and visited my website. And and for me, that's that's just so special. You know, and and every comment, every DM that I get, uh, telling me you know how people like my music and it helps them heal and it helps them write. And and for me, you know, I've already succeeded in that sense, and that's kind of how I define success. Um, as far as happiness, you know, happiness, emotions are kind of just day to day, second by second. Um, and for me, um, in order to feel happiness, I, I believe in having a s solid foundation. And that just entails having proper habits, healthy habits, you know, um, because there are, it's all just chemicals. Everything we feel is just chemicals. And if we can have a solid foundation rooted in solid habits, you know, we can handle the day-to-day -day better, you know, and have a positive perspective and react to, you know, life things that come about because, you know, life is hard. Life is definitely hard. And I think this is a great segue into my next question about, as you mentioned, like your day-to-day -day living. Can you tell me about your experience with like waking up in the morning? Do you have like a ritual or things you do between the day and the night? And this can relate to either when you're getting ready to record with a session or just your regular daily routine yeah yeah absolutely um well i believe in in order and um in completing tasks right off the bat um 
you know, when I first started doing it and being mindful about it, I have, um, I mean, I still have it on my phone. It's kind of like a morning, day and night list of things that I should do. Um, and then, you know, it's very simple. It's just very simple things. Uh, but because we're so wired by reward systems, we tend to go towards that as opposed to things that perhaps we need. Um, so, for example, you know, I wake up, I drink water, I, I go outside, get some sunlight, um, I stretch, try to do some kind of workout, some kind of mobility to get my body going, um, have order in my room, have order, um, you know, uh, with with, uh, with music and emails and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, from there, it kind of just, it's kind of like a snowball effect. And I can kind of just keep on going and going and going throughout the day as I, you know, check more things off my checklist. I like that. And I do some similar work. Like normally I'll wake up and then I'll do daily mantras um, that I recite to myself. And then throughout the day, I just kind of walk through um, my schedule. And especially like with a counselor, you just never know what's going to happen each day. So I try to make sure I make time for myself, even if it's only 15, 20 minutes in between sessions to kind of like regroup, listen to a song, journal, do something. That way I'm not feeling overwhelmed by what I'm experiencing. Um, but I love that you said that. I think that's very helpful and it might help some other people to kind of find some order in their lives as well. Yeah, yeah. You know, because at, at the end of the day, it's all about efficiency. Um, there's only so much time in the day. So the more order you have, the more efficient you can be. It's kind of like um, there's a freedom and discipline, you know? Um, and if you have that discipline, man, like it, it only gets stronger. That kind of, that those habits only get stronger with time. Um, to the point where it's you, you don't even think about it you just do it kind of because it's part of you know it's innate it's it's part of you you're writing when you say that being innate it kind of goes back to habitual um patterns and plans that we have and yes. i just believe in creating something that works for you but also we can revise our our patterns and our goals and so i use an example of let's say tomorrow i get up at 8 30 and I tell myself I'm going to read something. But let's say the emergency happens and it may take me 15 to 20 minutes longer. Then that doesn't mean I can't still reward myself by doing it. I just have to just remind myself not to just put it off and say I'll do it a week from now. Because a lot of times we'll lose sight of our goals because we're taking care of everyone else and we're not actually looking inward to take care of ourselves. And so I do believe in um, introspective work and doing a lot of you know motivating things for myself. Um, versus it just being extrinsic. Um, I believe in doing intrinsic things as well. Yeah, um, it's, it's very important. And uh, for me, it kind of started back when I was like 18, 19, and I started just noticing the, the negative effects of having bad habits and not having order in my life, you know? Because when you're young, you're kind of having fun. It doesn't, doesn't really affect you. But as you get older, you know, the bad sleeping, the, you know, late night eating, you know, things like that, the partying, it, it catches up to you. And if you have very tough tasks in front of you, very strong goals, you're only making it harder on your stuff. 100%. And it kind of goes into another question I have for you. It's when we talk about just being a producer, I know we kind of mentioned that earlier, but what if we had, let's say, a younger audience member who's listening to the show what advice would you give to that person who's maybe wanting to pursue a career very similar to yours? What advice would you give to that young kid or teenager? I'd say show up every day and have positive associations with uh, the learning process. 
Um, unfortunately, the school systems here don't have a positive association with failure, you know, because if you get a bad grade, it's so detrimental to your GPA. Um, there's so much, so much pressure, you know, um, uh, to get into a good school and SAT scores and all that. So I don't really think there's a solid association just in general with learning already. And I noticed that in myself when I got out of school. Um, so it's kind of, I would say, kind of rewire your association with learning, show up every day and understand that failure is a part of learning. And unless you're like some kind of wizard, you're going to fail probably a thousand times. I mean, I must have recorded, I don't know how many guitar loops and maybe just spent like three hours doing one thing, just trying to figure out how to get the timing right and, you know, how to even make it sound good when I mix it and when I export. I mean, it, it's a lot, you know. Uh, so just, you know, one break at a time, show up every day, have a positive association and, you know, just have fun, enjoy it, man. Life, life is, life is too short to, to not, or life is too short to do things that you don't want to do. So just enjoy the process. I think that could be a mantra I can steal for myself. Enjoy the process is a great way to look at life at any age, but I think you made a great point about our weaknesses and our strengths because we all have both. And I want to find out as far as you being a producer, what would you say has been one of your greatest strengths as being a music producer? And what would you feel has been one of your biggest weaknesses um, that you would like to share with folks? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, well, my, my biggest, uh, my strongest quality is just being able to in improvise and create on the spot, um, being able to record right away, mix it right away, you know, something that I've worked really hard for. Um, you know, and just back to back to back, because when you're in a studio session, the first couple of things that you play, you know, may not hit. Um, and you got to accept that <laughs> rejection really quickly and, um, you know, keep going. So I think for me, it's like having that positive association with rejection um, and then, you know, being able to create efficiently. Um, as far as my biggest weakness, it's probably just comes down to uh, more of like the engineer side of things. Um, just because it's something that I recently learned, you know, over the last couple of years. Um, so obviously compared to being able to create songs and doing it for over 10 years, it's, it doesn't come, you know, it's not the same as only uh, learning production and engineering and mixing over the last couple, you know, I'm not going to have that, that same level. I love that. I feel like that's something that many artists can learn a lot from, like you said, mixing and mastering and pre-recording can be very stressful but i love that you mentioned that your biggest strength is that you can create music on the spot because i feel like that's going to help you with with time constraints if you have let's say a 30 minute or an hour window with an artist and that you can just be that creative on the spot that's going to help you to to gain a lot of respect in this industry but people are going to want to hire someone who because time is money especially when it comes to recording so i think that's great Exactly, exactly. And, you know, I'm actually going out to LA tomorrow for a week to work with artists and producers. And I'm, you know, I'm gonna have to do that, do that very thing is create on the spot and, you know, enjoy it. Um, so, yeah, man, uh, it's, uh, it's kind of like, a, it's something that I, I recognized early on, and I knew I had to focus on it. Because if you try to do everything, you're dividing up that time, you know, but if you focus on one thing, you can get really, really, really good at that one thing. Um, and that's kind of how I look at it, you know? I think that's a great way to look at it for sure. And I wish you the best when you get out there to in California. I know you're going to kill it and you're going to do a great job for sure. 
Oh, man, I appreciate you. That means a Absolutely. lot. Absolutely. So the last two few questions I have for you. The first one is, can you tell our listeners where can they find your music if they would like to support you? I, I already checked out your website. It's amazing. So do you mind kind of sharing with them where they can find that information? And then also, where can they follow you online? And if you can let us know what's next for you. I know, of course, we found out about California. But if there's anything else next for you that you want to share with us. Yeah, yeah. Um, you can find me just by typing P-R-O-D, Bicep, you know, Prod Bicep, um, on Spotify, YouTube, Instagram, pretty much anywhere, Google, all come up. Um, as far as what's next, um, I have a couple songs coming out with different artists. Um, uh, one of them being called uh, Call Declined. Um, it should come out within the next couple of weeks. Uh, it's a collaboration between me and a producer I work with uh, named Six Points Music. Um, and, you know, from there, uh, I'm sure there are going to be more songs that I've been working on coming out in the near future, um, especially after this trip, with, you know, to California. Um, and, yeah, man, it's, uh, th there's going to be a lot for sure. Well, I'm very proud of you. I just want to kind of reiterate that. I think that as being an artist, and producer you know you have to to love what you're doing in order to be successful and you've been doing this for many years as you mentioned of practicing to get to this point and I just want you to be as successful as possible and I'm just so grateful that you gave me your time to be on this show and I want you to have a safe trip to California and just keep doing what you're doing because you're going to really help a lot of people to heal as you mentioned earlier with your music and to be able to gain a lot of insight about themselves through listening to it. I appreciate that, man. It means a lot. Like I said, um, you know, music, music is, is pretty much all I know. And um, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see what the future holds. And, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's a little bit overwhelming at times, um, you know, just emotionally, uh, just because it means so much, much, you know, and, and I've worked so hard, I've sacrificed so much. Um, if there's an, another thing that I could mention to people out there, it's, you know, it takes sacrifice um, and just, just be, be confident in yourself, you know, be sure, be sure in what you're doing. These people around you may, they, they don't know what you know, but if you know that you got the ability, you know, that you put in the time, you know, you put in the work then go for it. 100%. Well, I just had a great time talking with you. This has been a very informative podcast for me today because I learned a lot more about production and, and the work that it's taken for you to get where you are and I hope to learn even more from you in the future and hopefully if you're interested um, we can have you and if you have an artist that may want to sing and and we can use your tracks to on my other show which is Space Between which is live performing I would love to be able to hear those tracks and maybe someone perform to it or you can just play some of the tracks for us and kind of talk about what went into you producing them. I, I would love to have you back if you're interested. Oh, that'd be awesome. Yeah, I would love that. I would absolutely love that. Well, that's great. Well, just get back in touch with me very soon and we, we'll set up a date and time to have you back on, but I'm just excited. And I want our listeners to remember to embrace our uniqueness because the world is our canvas. Well, I've just had a great time with you, Sebastian. And like I say, once again, just keep doing what you're doing. Um, I was able to find you through the Voicey app, which um, I loved it. It's one of the best apps I've seen in a very long time. It's unfortunate that it's not the way it used to be as far as being able for people to distribute 
the music the way it was. But, you know, it was just such a great moment. I'm, if I hadn't been on the app, I wouldn't have had this opportunity to talk with you. So keep doing what you're doing because you're going to help a lot of people. Yeah, the, the universe works in mysterious ways, you know, it brings us together. I appreciate you. Absolutely. No problem. Well, you have a great rest of your day and I'll talk with you soon. All right, man. Sounds good. Okay. Bye. bye.